Hello everybody, this is Rafael Davidovich. Welcome to the Explorations Podcast. Today is Mitzvah Monday. We are exploring Mitzvah Lamed Ches. That is Mitzvah number 38, according to the 613 Mitzvah count, established by the Rambam and codified by the Sefer HaChinuch, going in the order in which the 613 Mitzvahs appear in the Torah. Mitzvah number 38 is the last, the tenth, of the Aseris Adibros, referred to in, uh, frequently and incorrectly as the Ten Commandments. The Tenth Commandment is, of course, do not covet. Covet is an unusual word, uncommon in today's regular speech. What does the word covet mean? So, unlike what some people think, the word does not mean do not be jealous or not do not be envious. Because to be covetous of something is something deeper than mere jealousy. The way that it is phrased in the Sefer HaChinuch is that what this mitzvah means is that a person should not consider making any plans to acquire something that belongs to someone else because he wants to have that item. You see, when we speak of jealousy or envy, we often think, oh, that guy has that uh, kind of car. I want that kind of car. Or this person is married. I wish I could be married. Or this person has this nice house. I wish I could have a nice house. That is jealousy. That is envy. The negative feelings that are generated when a person sees that someone else is happy. Which is a very damaging uh, character trait to have that everyone should work on. However, being covetous, coveting is something else. It's not saying, I want a car like that. It's saying, I want that car, the one he has. Meaning, he has it now. I want to take it from him. When it says, do not covet your neighbor's wife, it doesn't mean you wish you could be married. It means you want that woman, and you would do whatever it takes so that you could be married to that woman. If someone has some sort of property and you want to take that property, even if the method through which you imagine taking that property would be legal. For example, you go over to him and say, please, can you give me what you have? I will pay you. And you nudge him then that is violating this particular Avera of desiring something, the sin of desiring to the point that you want to take that item away from him. This is interesting that it is here, because it is the Tenth Commandment, and in an interesting way, it matches up with the Fifth Commandment of the Ten Commandments, which is to honor one's father and mother. What do, those two, what do these two mitzvahs have in common? Well, simply put, just as a person cannot choose who his parents are, and of course you have to make do while honoring them, that this is your reality, this is what you have. It doesn't mean that you can't have other people in your life, it doesn't mean that you can't grow as a person, but you need to honor the reality that these are your parents. So too, when it comes to coveting, of course a person can generate wealth. A person is entitled to make money, to, to earn a parnasa, to do what it takes to... Uh, earn a livelihood and to acquire property and so on. However, the idea of saying, I want something that belongs to someone else is a denial of hashgacha pratis, a denial of divine providence, just as if a person wanted to deny the reality that your parents are your parents and there's really nothing you can do about it. And if God gave you those parents, then that is your reality. So too, whatever it is that God gave you, that is your reality. Of course, you can acquire and you can grow as a person and you can be financially more successful, but you have to stay away from what the Chinuch calls this machshava ra'a, this evil intent that consumes a person 
because he it's not just what I want, it's I want to take something away from that person. And this is why this mitzvah, even though it seems like a rarity to worry about it, is part of the Ten Commandments, because it is an essential feature of believing in God's control over the world and his divine providence over all of us. And that concludes the series over the Aserus Adibros. We will, of course, continue in our summaries and uh, analysis of the remaining of the 613 mitzvos in the next class. Thank you all for listening.